Welcome back. I tried to start doing problem number 10 in the last video, but I realized I was running out of time, so let me start over. Problem number 10. The Smith Metals Company's old machine makes 300 bolts per hour. 300 bolts per hour. Its new machine makes 450 bolts per hour. So 450 bolts per hour. If both machines begin running at the same time, how many minutes will it take the two machines to make a total of 900 bolts. So the important thing to realize is that they said minutes. They said minutes. So we could convert both of these rates to minutes now. Or we could say, how many hours is it going to take? And then convert that to, um, to minutes after we have our answer. So actually, let's do it the second way. Let's say how many hours, and then convert that to minutes. So let's say it, we want to produce, let's see, we want to produce 900 bolts. 900 bolts. And how much are we going to produce in each hour? Well, they're both running at the same time, right? So we're going to produce, in every hour, we're going to produce 300 plus, seven, plus 450 bolts. We're going to produce 750 bolts per hour, right? 750 bolts per hour, bolts per hour, times, let's say, x hours, x hours. I, the units might confuse you, so just leave out the units. This is how many hours it takes to produce 900 bolts. So you divide both sides by 750. You get x is equal to 90, 900 over 750. Let's see what I can do here. To see, if I divide the top and the bottom by 30, the top will become, see, it'll become 30 over, and then the bottom, I could, if I, 75 divided by 3 is 20. Uh, 75 divided by 3 is 25. So right, so 30 over 25. And then I could, let's see, 5 is a common factor. I could do it all in one fell swoop. So that's 6 over 5. So it's going to take 6 over 5 hours. That's how long it's going to take us. How many minutes is that? Well, every hour is 1 minute. I mean, sorry, every hour is 60 minutes. It's getting late. So 6 over 5 hours, you just have to multiply it by 60 to get how many minutes is equal to what? Let's see. We cancel this 5 and make this a 12. You get 6 times 12 is 72 minutes. And that is choice B. Next problem. I've been using this yellow a while. Let me switch. Problem 11. The table above gives the values of the linear function g for selected values of t. Which of the following defines g? Okay, so they. So they say t, and they say g of t. And they say, say they go from negative 1, 0, 1, 2. And I see it's 4, 2, 4, 2, 0, minus 2. So the one thing I always look at is what g of 0 is. Because that, that tends to be interesting, especially when I look at all of the choices. All of the choices are of this form. They're all of the form m times t plus b, right, where m is a slope. And if you're familiar with linear equations, you're familiar with this form. And so when t equals 0, g of t tells you what the y-intercept is going to be, right? So let's see, g of 0, g of 0 is equal to 2. So that tells us that this equation, g of t, is going to be equal to the slope times t plus 2, right? Because when t was 0, all we had left with was 2. And so immediately, we can cancel out all but the last two choices. right? 
So the last two choices, choice D is g of t is equal to minus t plus 2. And then the last choice is g of t is equal to minus 2t plus 2. Let's see which one of these works. We can try out some numbers. So what happens when t is negative 1? When t is negative 1, this expression becomes negative 1 times negative. Negative, negative 1 is positive 1. So this becomes 3. That's not right. This one becomes negative 2 times negative 1 is positive 2 plus 2. So this becomes 4. So we can immediately cancel this one out because it didn't here, for this g of t, g of negative 1 equaled 3. And they tell us right here it's supposed to equal 4. This one worked. And this is kind of the only one that still works. It has a 2 for the y-intercept. And when you evaluate it for just even the first point, you got the right answer. So that's the answer. The answer is e. Next problem. Okay, survey results. I guess I should draw this. I haven't read the question, but it's probably important. Let's see, there's about five squares that way. So five squares that way. So we just have to draw four four lines. So it's one, two, three, four, and then eight lines I have to draw. One is always the hardest part, just drawing these diagrams. Two, three, four, and you're learning how to count. Five, six, seven, almost there, and eight. All righty. And then they say these are the grades. The y-axis is grade, grade nine. 10, 11, 12. The x-axis is distance to school in miles. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. And these are the points. 1, 10 is right here. 2, 9, 2, 9, 2, 11. 3, 10, 3, 10, 3, 12. 4, comma, let's see, 4 is at 10 and 11. 5, they have 1 point at 11. 6 has 3 points right here, 9, 10, 11, and 12. Let's see, there's a point here, 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 and then a point here and here. Now we can start the problem. The results of a survey of 16 students at Thompson High School are given in the grid above. It shows the distance to the nearest mile that students at various grade levels travel to school. So this is miles. And this is grade. According to the grid, which of the following is true? So I'll just read them out. A, there is only one student who travels two miles to school. See, two miles. False. There's two students. There's this guy and this guy. So it's not A. Choice B, half of the students travel less than four miles to school. Less than four miles. So that's less than four miles is everyone to the left of this line, right? This is one, two, three, four, five. Five out of sixteen is not half, so we know it's not choice B. C. More twelfth graders and eleventh graders travel six miles or more to school. So, more. They're saying more twelfth graders and eleventh graders. So, six miles or more. So let's see. Six miles or more was 
it's anything to the right of this line, right? That's six miles or more. There are three twelfth graders. And how many eleventh graders are there? There are, there are two eleventh graders. I think that is correct. More twelfth graders than eleventh graders travel six or more miles to school, right? Six or more miles. Three twelfth graders, two eleventh graders. That's our answer. Our answer is C. Next pause. Next problem. I don't know if I'll have time for this one. I'll try. Problem thirteen. How many positive three-digit integers? Positive three-digit integers. Have the hundreds digit equal to three, and the units digit is equal to four. So it's going to be like three blank four. So how many numbers are here? Well, how many digits can we stick in for that? Well, we could put a zero, a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine there. We could put any of those in that middle spot, and there are ten digits we can put there. So there are ten possibilities. There are ten positive two-digit integers that have the hundreds digit equal to three and the units digit equal to four. That's choice A. That's one of those problems that it's. You question yourself because it seems maybe even too easy. I'll see you in the next video.